What'd you have for dessert? I I didn't have any dessert today. Actually, you didn't count JP. That? Oh, you want to count that as dessert? Yeah, that, that was a snack. That's to a, me, that's a snack. Oh god, we're getting into yeah. Here this we go again. again. Here uh, we go again. All right, let's start. Well, 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 welcome to the Well Squad Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Wells Quadcast, the official podcast for Wells Quad at Indiana University. I'm your host, J.P. Pritchard, and today I have with me a special returning guest, Chase the Snack Man Salmon. Chase, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself since we last introduced you? Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me back, J.P. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so the name's Chase Salmon. I hail from the lovely town of Shoals, Indiana. Yep. I'm a well scholar here at Indiana University, majoring in psychology, and I'm also pre-med. Excellent. And I brought you back because the last time we had talked about snacks, and I, I thought it was like a hit, basically. And according to the views, you're one of our, our top, uh, or I guess the listens, I guess. On yeah, SoundCloud. yeah, really listens. We'll go with listens. The listens. Uh, you were one of, our, one of our hit episodes, I guess you could say. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I wanted to have you back because I think we are prime ready for a new um, snack season coming up. And I'm talking about the the holiday season. The perfect snack season. The perfect snack season. And I know for me, I think of holidays and immediately this idea of, like, just comfort kind of absorbs my thoughts. Like, it's very, very specific for, for those holidays because... You know, I'm from a very cold region in like the Midwest, yeah. and up there it's kind of you know you just you pretty much just stay inside as much as you can, yeah. have warm food, just like nice comfort, just kind of relax and chill during the day. Um, no pun intended, but I, I I think the food comes in. <laughs> I think the the food in particular is important there because you want to pick food that like gets you into the seasonal spirit. Kind of thing. Of course, of course. And so I was curious, for you, do you do you have any kind of seasonal foods that you gravitate towards during the holiday seasons? And I also want to specify for listeners before we get into this, while Chase and I have are probably going to talk about some kind of unique experiences mm-hmm. with food and, and snacking and things like that during the holidays... I also want to specify that we've kind of have a very narrow scope here in terms of yes. tradition and and just food that we do eat. It's I'm going to assume it's pretty American and very kind of Christmas oriented no, in most some definitely. way. Most definitely. Um, so we're not going to have some. There are going to be. We don't represent the entirety of everything that's out there. Uh, so, but we we still want to share our perspective on uh, what it's like for us anyway. So, yeah. go for it. Okay. So I guess the question originally was things I associate with the holidays in this time of year as yep. far as foods and snacks. Yep. So for me, there's a couple of things. The first one's not really a food so much as a drink. Uh, so my grandmother on my father's side, she will make a pitcher of sweet tea with actual sugar, especially for me. Uh, she went on a health uh, diet and like a health phase where she started transitioning from sugar to Splenda. And it just didn't taste the same to me. It wasn't grandma's sweet tea. Yeah. So I brought this up to her one time, and ever since then, she always makes a pitcher especially for myself, which, again, makes me feel comfortable in the house because I'm surrounded by those who care about me, and I also get the sweet tea that I've come to know and love. 
Uh, so another example for me is there's a big tradition of pies in my family. Okay. Yeah. I so, do like a pie. I, who doesn't, honestly? So my grandmother, the same one that likes to make the sweet tea for me, mm. always makes pies for my, for my dad. It's gotten to the point where my dad enjoys it so much and likes to consume it to the extent that she makes extra pies because okay. he will sit down and eat one by himself after he eats a hearty dinner. Uh, and then going off of that, she also makes a couple of others. I have a aunt that has a pie that she particularly likes. Mm. And I apologize for not remembering the names of what kind of pie. I was about to ask, is there yeah. a certain kind? So I think my dad's pecan pie. I am like 95% sure he's a big pecan pie guy. I was going to guess that. So so for me, and, and not to cut in here, but I, kind I, of. It's uh, free. <laughs> really fun. I... I I definitely associate there are like certain kinds of pies that you can gravitate mm-hmm. towards. So for for my family, we used to, when I was younger, we used to go to. Have you ever heard of um, Baker Square? I have not. It's like a, I think it's like a restaurant. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like a family restaurant, bakery thing combo. Uh, Baker sounds Square. like sounds like a delight. Yeah, and so used to go there a ton when I was younger. Um, but we still go every now and then. Um, or I should say my dad goes and picks up the pies there. Mm-hmm. And there's this particular one. It's a French silk. But during the holiday seasons, they add these, like, um, green, like, chocolate flakes on top. Okay. It's like a... I don't know how to describe it. It's like a ribbon-cut chocolate, like, piece, basically. Okay. And then they sprinkle, like, all, you know... They've got the green, the red, the kind of, like, you know, the Christmas holiday colors, yeah. whatever you want to call them. And I, I definitely associate that. It's like a chocolate mousse kind of okay. pie. And it's like sounds it's delightful. Very soft, very sweet. But I, I definitely think of like holiday pies, and that's like my go-to for sure. Mm-hmm. But I also, I've also been tempted to try other ones. So when, when you yeah. talked about those pies, I was thinking of like pecans kind of one. Yeah. But I don't think I've I, ever had... I have a pie for you. Okay, go for yeah. it. Yeah. So this is not my family, but my girlfriend's family, actually. Mm-hmm. And they have an eggnog pie. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody knows about eggnog and its association with the holidays. True. And I guess through some sort of magic or and or witchcraft, you're able to convert this into a pie. I have never partaken in the pie because it just, it sounds a little too sketchy for me. I'm not a big fan of eggnog in general. So you put it in a pie form, not really wanting to try it. Yeah. But my girlfriend just swears it's the best thing ever. Can you describe, like, have you seen this thing? I, I have. I have seen this thing. Have you, can you describe, like, the consistency of it? Is it like a, it's, like it's a, a gelatin? It's a custard pie, I a guess thick, would be the best way to explain okay, it. Okay, so that's if that makes kind sense. of what I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I will say I like the idea of eggnog. I don't okay. know if I'd be able to consume solid eggnog though yeah, so I, I don't know if it's just like some seasoning in it to give it like a little bit of an eggnog flair yeah uh, if you will but and like i said in my girlfriend will eat it a lot mm. and then and but even the other people in her family maybe one or two other people will take a piece it's just like my girlfriend's the one that loves it the most but apparently it's a tradition in that family that is super interesting and it definitely it's a it's a vein for me in terms of my eggnog past. Okay, okay. In, in years past, I used to drink like a ton of eggnog. My my family, we used to be like re, like real big milk drinkers. Okay. Um, I think my dad and I have cut back a little bit, but back in the day, we used to drink like a ton of milk. And then when eggnog came out, you know, seasonal, mm-hmm. we used to get like like a big thing of them. But 
I don't think they sell them by the gallon. They sell them kind of like, I think they're like half gallons or, or these those big weird shaped bottles yeah. with a little screw top. Yeah. Um, we used to get those. And I just remember going through like tons of those. Really? Growing up for whatever reason. That, that might not even be true, but I used to drink a lot of it. And I, I loved the taste and there was like... It's super thick. I think should, and I, it's really hard to describe since you haven't had it before. Yeah. It's hard to describe like the taste of it, okay. but the texture is just like thickness. Thick. Okay. I don't know how else to like. It's just it's very it's very smooth for sure, but it also goes down. Like imagine almost like a kind of a shake that's that's starting to melt. Okay. If, yeah. So okay. so it's not quite like so a shake's like very ice creamy. Yeah. But if it starts to melt, it's still like thick, but it's like yeah. liquidy. Yeah. And it's I kind of understand. easier to get through the straw. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, yeah. long story well, short, I'll just, I'll have a question for you. Though. Yeah. You keep saying used to when you were younger. Yeah. Uh, you you've moved away from the eggnog. I take it. Oh, absolutely. Okay. God help me. I, I, I've moved away because now I can barely get through a cup of this stuff. Okay. Because again, very thick. It's like super milk. I don't know how else better to describe it, but, like, super thick, super milk, like, ice cream, milky, like, the thickest drink you can drink without, like, having to eat it. Okay. Basically. This is, see, this is why I have yet to try it. Yeah. Because I just keep hearing things, like, maybe when I was younger, or I tried it once, I didn't like it, or it's super milk and really thick. It's just, like, I don't hear very glowing recommendations for it. And I don't blame people for not giving you (laughs) glowing recommendations either, because, again, not, like... A go-to thing, I think, anymore for for people that are a bit more, um, I don't want to say health conscious. It's more just like not trying to be risky. <laughs> That's, <laughs> fair. That's fair. Have. That's fair. So I also wanted to get into um, main dish stuff. We so we've talked okay. about um, you know desserts. And yeah. I really don't know where eggnog fits on that, like a drink, snacky thing, yeah, I, whatever. Sure. Sure. It, it's there. It's, it's there. Like, you don't know how to classify it, but you have to include it's it. It's there. I, I wanted to talk about uh, the main course for you. Okay. So so you're back home for the holidays. Yes, sir. And you're with your family. It is like the big holiday meal. Okay. What does that look like for you? Okay. So uh, I, it varies depending on which side of the family I'm on, obviously. For okay. my dad's side or mom's side, it differs a little bit. Mm. But in general, there will be some sort of meat-based thing. Okay. And I said, normally it's ham, but sometimes, depending on the holiday or who's all coming, we'll also include turkey. But ham's like the constant. The holiday ham. It's the holiday ham. Does it have like the nice little garnish and stuff on top too? Uh, we don't. We don't do that. What we normally Nothing fancy, do just because by the time the it's meat. ready to serve, we've cut it all up and it's like in slices for people to grab or shred it, depending on the circumstance. Efficient. I like uh, it. Actually, bringing up the holiday ham, I used to work at a restaurant. And we didn't get, like, anything special for the holidays, mm-hmm. except for they would order us a ham that we could take home. That was our big thing. We'd get a ham, and then since it was a restaurant, you could slice it or shave it. So that was something. I used to take that to my grandma's, and I'd be like, I've got the ham this year, and, <laughs> and I would yeah. supply the ham. Yeah. I think my mom's work used to give them, like, frozen turkeys and stuff like okay. that, too. So yeah. I think my, my friends and I played, like, 
Oh, my God. We played a turkey ball with it. Okay. Because we weren't going to eat. My mom didn't want to cook a, yeah. a turkey, and we didn't want to eat it, frankly. So I yeah. brought it over to my friend's house <laughs> to give to his family. Yeah. They didn't want it, so we just kicked it around <laughs> the street for, like, an hour. <laughs> you got I, I think by do. the end of it, we had lost it, and it, like, started to fall apart because it was thawing. Mm-hmm. So a little fun <laughs> game for, for the listeners there, turkey yeah. ball. Uh but yeah, so for you, it's it's ham. Yeah, it tends to be ham. And as far as like side dishes, uh, it mashed potatoes and gravy is a common thing. Almost kind of what you would think of Thanksgiving. It doesn't change too much. Yeah. Uh, just substitute ham for turkey. Uh, but like mashed potatoes, there's a noodle. A noodle soup thing is normally what my family brings. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, it is. Let me tell you, I'm a big fan. It was one of the first things I had my mom teach me how to make, actually. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, things like that, and then people will bring their specialty desserts, and yeah. Cool yeah. beans. And speaking of beans, I don't eat beans for my holiday meal. I have, um, I think, <laughs> I think a lot. Of <laughs> That's your transition. <laughs> that is my transition. Okay. I'm sticking with it. Okay. We. It sounds like kind of similar stuff where. Or maybe not this similar. I don't know. We also have meat. It's base. It's meat. It's okay. we we have. Uh, but instead of ham, um, my fa- I think we did have a ham last year, maybe. But typically, it's actually been steak. Really? Which yeah, fans I, invite me next time. Well, it's not. I mean, we're not going out getting like the you know filet mignon or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, we I we are a, a steak family, and God bless my dad for going out there in the winter time like. <laughs> firing up the grill or whatever he does, you know, yeah. that's, that's good stuff. But yeah, we we love steak, uh, back in my house and we do mashed potatoes, gravy, yeah. all that stuff. And, um, uh, oh, my mom makes steamed carrots. That's okay. all good stuff. So it's a lot of very, like, it's like a hearty meal. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can yeah. eat and be like, I'm full. Like I could even go for me, it was like, I eat this, I can go play outside because I'm like, I got warm food in my belly yeah. and it's going to like last and, mm-hmm. you know, keep me energized, keep me warm kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and then obviously finished up, top off with the, uh, that pie, the French yeah. soap pie. That's good stuff. So I guess to start, uh, to find a wrap up here, do you have a strategy for watching what you eat during the holidays? As our health director yeah. here... As the Wells Quad Director of Student Health. Yes. As formal as I can be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of the main things, and I think a lot of people know this but tend to forget it, is mm-hmm. watch how quickly you're eating is a big thing. Mm. Uh, if you are eating quickly, your body takes time to process that you are eating and digesting food. So the quicker you eat, the more you will consume. Mm. So one way to combat eating, like overeating and that feeling that comes with it or the weight gain, you know, if you're trying to avoid that, yeah. is to eat a little bit slower. That's one thing. And then I think something else that we talked about and mentioned is there's normally vegetables that are available of some yeah. sort. Now, for me, sometimes I'll struggle. It's like there's the vegetables, but I can also get an extra slice of ham, throw some more potatoes on there, which mm-hmm. I guess are vegetable, but not necessarily one of the healthier ones that we yeah. think of. And it's like maybe just taking the time to replace one of those extra things with a little bit of your vegetables and kind of helps just bring it to a little bit more of a healthy and manageable level. Try not to listen to the the lizard brain. <laughs> meat, meat, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah, I I definitely think I need to listen to the first one a bit more because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a quick eater. Mm-hmm. I think like you get a plate of food in front of me and it's gone in like five yeah. minutes. So I I definitely got to work I on that. I think they say it takes about uh, now. Don't hold me. This isn't scientific fact that I know for sure, but I think mm. it's roughly ten minutes, like a delay of ten mm. minutes. So interesting. If you're really just scarfing it down, yeah, it can. 
you can add a lot yeah. in there that you wouldn't eat otherwise. Probably feel like bloated and stuff mm-hmm. too, yeah. Huh. It's not good for going out and playing turkey ball if you're feeling bloated and That's true. That's true. Absolutely true. <laughs> well, this was a riveting conversation. Just as last time, I'm, I'm glad to have had uh, Chase the Snackman Salmon on the podcast again. Pleasure to be here. Uh, for listeners, that was Chase Salmon, the, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> <laughs> I've been your host, J.P. Pritchard. You've been listening to the Wells Quadcast Holiday Special. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned.